Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, joining us now is Gerald Salenti with uh, Trends Journal. You see it at uh, trendsjournal.com. Here is the cover uh, from this week. Uh, follow your political leader. Do what you're told. Yeah, that is exactly right. And you see this. Um, I don't know if he's eating them or is he is he vomiting uh, them. And uh, tell, which which is it, Gerald? Uh, thanks for joining it's us. Both. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's and, and, there's the other, and there's the other line. I guess you can't read it. You're not allowed to put that up there. Follow what they tell you. You're nothing more than a piece of crap. Yeah, that's right. That's hey, right. listen, I want to make this straight. I'm the governor of California. I'm arrogant, <laughs> gruesome, newsome. I'm a daddy's boy. My daddy worked for the Getty gang. He was a lawyer for them. You shut down your businesses. I'm little Andy Cuomo. I'm another daddy's boy, born on third base, thought I had a home run. My daddy was Mario Cuomo, and I'm renaming the Tappan Zee Bridge after my father. And you jerks, it's Mario M. Cuomo Bridge. You forgot to put the M. Take <laughs> down those signs, redo them. It's only going to cost the stupid taxpayers this plantation workers of slave land here, $30 million. Wow. I, and didn't, I didn't know that he I'm took that. I'm winning any award for the crap that I spewed <laughs> out during the COVID war. You're what? nothing more than a piece of crap. I'm your leader. And it's not only here. You got the Katzon Macron over there in France. You got that little Olaf Schultz over there, the new Nazi building up the German military. We're going to be the strongest military in Europe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you like the first world war? No, I like the second one better. Yeah. And then you got Netanyahu over there. You want to see a real crazy guy? Open your eyes. Yeah. Follow your leader. You're nothing. You are nothing. That's the attitude. Yeah. That's the attitude that they look at the little jerk that's playing. Look at the little jerk that's playing the new House Speaker, Speaker of the House, little Mike Johnson. Yep. A little nothing of a clown. Oh, this is a boy, a little boy of no, a nothing, a little boy of nothing. I'm a devout Christian. I am an evangelical Christian. Oh, no abortion, but more money to Israel to keep slaughtering the Palestinians. No ceasefire. He was at that rally on Tuesday. No ceasefire. Keep killing the innocent Palestinians. Keep destroying them. Only about 12,000 dead. Over 5,000 of them children mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got a, 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 stat, a, a stat here. The uh, WHO says the child is being killed every 10 minutes yeah. in Gaza. And, yeah. I'm not, and no abortion. No abortion. I'm an evangelical Christian. You're a piece of crap. And I call it to his face. Mm -hmm. You're a little murderous piece of crap. Every one of these little clowns. Yeah, it was, um, you know, he was always, you know, He's coming at it from a Zionist perspective because of his Christian uh, perspective. But as I've said before, 
you know, God doesn't need your help to, if you think that this is what's going on, he doesn't need your help and he doesn't need you to go slaughter these people in order to make his plans come true. He's got some real clear, uh, directives about what you are to do and not do. And, uh, but you use your idea about how the, the world is going to end to get around having to follow those objectives when they get into your way. And then the other issue that I'm concerned with about him, you know, I, I look at that and I say, okay, well, this is something he's always said. He's very mistaken about it. But the thing that concerns me is if he's compromised, uh, you look at as a character issue, he always was opposing Ukraine until he becomes Speaker of the House. Now he's a, he's yeah. supporting money for continuing the war in Ukraine as well. So, you yeah. know, he's a Christian and he wants to and probably supports a war against uh, China as well. We can have all three for our third world war. You know, we can have Europe and the Asia as well as the Middle East. We can have a war. Uh, again, you know, this is um, a, a, a Christian looking at, um, at response to an attack. It needs to be done in a way to try to minimize the loss of innocent life. And it needs to be done with an eye to stopping the hostilities, not using it as an excuse to ramp up the hostilities, which is the way this is being done by Israel, by Netanyahu. Yep, I agree 100% what you're saying. Yeah. And by the way, I've, I think I've read this before from your Trends Journal. And again, people could get the Trends Journal by going to what, what's the David Knight? With the, uh, the, the code is Knight. Yeah, get a, get 10% off of the Trends Journal. That's right. Yeah, it'll cost you less than $2 a week. Yeah. $2 wow. a week yeah. and nothing. And which is about 170 pages a week. Yeah. 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 And an and online format as well. So it's like yeah, an online magazine with hot links. In yeah. it. And, you can, and you can listen to it as well. Mm -hmm. So this is when it was a quarterly. You see that? Mm-hmm. Crusades 2000. While the seeds of the Crusades 2000 had been planted in full view of the world, and all those watching could have anticipated the eventual harvest, the memories of what had happened and what would occur have been fogged by rigid ideology, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> fanatical religiosity, patriotic fervor, government propaganda, <clears throat> and ulterior, mo ulterior motives. Regardless of what England's reasons or intentions were, <clears throat> self-serving or otherwise, Crusades 2000 was set in motion by the 1917 Balfour Declaration. That laid the foundation for Israel. This is the quote. <clears throat> His Majesty's government views with favor the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people <clears throat> and will use our best endeavors to facilitate the achievement of this objective. His Majesty's government? His Majesty's government? Yeah. You see you see His Majesty's government recently? Yeah. The little look, look at this little freak show. <laughs> look at these guys dressed up in all this drag. Look at this stupid Halloween show. Yeah. Is. This is His Majesty's <laughs> government. Yeah. What the hell is His Majesty's government from the UK saying what should happen in Palestine? Who are they to say that this land goes to the Jewish people? And then the United Nations created it. The United Nations that the Americans fought against joining after World War I, when it was called the League of Nations, because it was not our responsibility to get involved in all this crap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The United Nations declared the Jewish state of Israel. They threw out, what, about 700,000 Palestinians? They have no right to this land. It's not theirs. Did you read the, did you see the article that came out? The Guardian put it up and then took it down. Of um, Osama bin Laden speech. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah, that's that's going around on Twitter. Yeah, Osama bin Laden speech. Yeah, I... I, well, I yeah, go ahead. I, print, I printed out the whole thing. These are some of the things he says. Some American writers have published articles under the title 
quote, on what basis are we fighting? These articles have generated a number of responses, some of which adhere to the truth and were biased on Islamic law and others which have not. Here we wanted to outline the truth as an explanation and warning. Why are we fighting and opposing you? What are we calling you to and what do we want you to do? As for the first question, why are we fighting and opposing you? The answer is very simple. Because you attack us and continue to attack us. You attacked us in Palestine. Palestine, which has sunk under military occupation for more than 80 years. The British, as I just wrote, handed over Palestine with your help and your support to the Jews who have occupied it for more than 50 years. He wrote this in 2002. Overflowing with oppression, tyranny, crimes, killing, expulsion, destruction, and devastation. The creation and continuation of Israel is one of the greatest crimes, and you are the leaders of its criminals. And it goes on. The creation of Israel is a crime which must be erased. Each and every person whose hands have become polluted in the contribution towards the crime must pay its price. It goes on. I, I agree with him. You have no right to do this to the Palestinian people. Could you imagine? I, I look at David. I've been having nightmares now for some three weeks because I got to write about this stuff every day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. About the pal I see the pictures of the Palestinian children being killed. The, the parents, the bombings, the hospitals bombings, school bombings, mosque bombings. Could you imagine if Gaza was filled with Jewish people mm. and the Palestinians were bombing them? Could you imagine the outrage that we'd have? Yes, yes. Then, then the article, if I could find it real quickly, the, yesterday an article came out about those dirty Russians bombed the place in Kherson, wherever you pronounce it, and killed some 15 people. Major story. Mm -hmm. Killed some mm -hmm. 15 people. What if the Russians were doing what the Jews are doing to the Palestinians? What if the Russians were bombing the hell out of Kiev like this? Well, what Can you about imagine the, the outrage we'd have? Kiev was bombing uh, their own country in Donetsk and uh, in Crimea. Yep. They were doing that for eight years before Russia invaded. killed over 14,000 people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th th here's here's the thing, you know, I, and I don't know, I, I, didn't, I didn't cover the, I saw that the Obama letter was going viral on TikTok. And so with the fact that it's on TikTok and the fact that it's supposedly coming from Obama and his ties that we knew he had with the CIA, I don't know if that's authentic or not. I don't know if they've authenticated that. But that's, a, you know, whatever, um, you know, that that is said there, people are, are uh, looking at that. I know for a fact that uh, the U.S. is so anxious to get after Iran, and so is Israel. Yep. And yet that is something that we, that's a monster that we created. Uh, yep. Just like, you know, we created Al-Qaeda, just like we created the Mujahideen, which became right. Al-Qaeda, and then how we armed ISIS and so forth, uh, and how the U.S. and Israel uh, decided that they wanted to have Hamas there because they would be more radical and uh, it would uh, work for their benefit to have that. So I understand how they're doing all of this stuff. And and I also understand, you know, when you talk about it, and it's I, I don't look at those pictures because I don't want to get... Uh, I don't want to get caught up in that. You look at the pictures on both sides, and what do they focus on, Gerald? They focus on the death and the mutilation of kids. I saw a couple of them. It's like, I'm going to not watch this anymore. But that's how they energize both sides against the other. Yep. And I said, you know what we need to do? We take somebody who says that they're pro-life. Well, be pro-life. And instead yep. of using pictures of the death and mutilation of children, use pictures of the death and mutilation of babies who are aborted to stop that evil here and, and stop, uh, you know, stoking this, this, this war. And, and when we look at, again, the principles of just war, you don't attack unless you are attacked. But even after you are initially attacked, you try to end this as soon as possible. You try to avoid harming civilians as much as possible. And that is not the objective that we see happening here. So it's not a justified war in the way that it's being responded to. Not at all. Not justified at all.
And again, look what they're doing now. I, I, I mean, I get the, the, the term settlers in the West Bank. Mm-hmm. What do you mean settlers? How about stealers? You got no right being there. Oh, it's against the Geneva Convention. You've been doing it since 1967. And now they've killed some 200 people in the, in the, in the, in the quote, the, in the West Bank settlement. It's not a settlement. You're stealing the land. Violation of the Geneva Conventions, Article 242 of the United Nations. And, and going back to this, the, what, what, what's his name? Uh, uh, Bin Laden wrote. He goes, you steal our wealth and oil. Your forces occupy our countries. You spread your military bases throughout them. You corrupt our lands. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You besiege our sanctities to protect the security of the Jews and to ensure the continuity of your pillage of our treasures. You have starved the Muslims in Iraq. This is 100% true, where children die every day. It is a wonder that more than 1.5 million Iraqi children have died as a result of your sanctions, and you did not show concern. Remember Madeleine Albright mm-hmm. on 60 Minutes with Leslie Stahl after Bill Clinton, every time he got caught with his pants down, it was bombs away over Baghdad, put sanctions on Iraq, and Leslie Stahl asks, so the numbers, this is from Leslie Stahl, is the price of 500,000 Iraqi children that are dead under the age of five worth the sanctions and what Bill Clinton is doing to Iraq. And Madeleine Albright said, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You could Google it up, anybody. Go to YouTube, Madeleine Albright, Leslie Stahl. Oh, I've played it many times. And and I said, you know, she doesn't even have the decency to deny it. You know, you could, if you were a decent person, you could say, well, you know, we didn't kill that many. Or or it wasn't our intention to kill them. She just, she owns it. She says, yeah, it was worth it. I have no regrets about the death of those children whatsoever. What a monster. And then he goes on to say a whole other thing. You are a nation that permits usury, which has been forbidden by all religions. Yet, you build your economy and investments on usury. Think about it. This is one of the covers of the Trends Journal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chasing the money changes out of the temple. Nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, when I grew up as a kid, they didn't, the Italians used to call us guineas and wops. We were very, very discriminated against. And that lousy mafia, they're charging 10% interest to people that borrow money from. Yeah. What, what is, what, what, what is city? And, and, and MasterCard, what, what are they? Oh, called? I think they're up around 30%, just under 30, like 29% or something. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. 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 Worse amazing. than ever. Yeah. It's yeah. a crime syndicate in front of your eyes. That's right. That's right. It's a crime syndicate. Those dirty guineas, that lousy mafia. Hey, but I'm Jamie Dine. Hey, you got it? <laughs> I'm convicted of five, my bank, uh, uh, JP Morgan Chase. Admitted to five felonies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Five felonies. Hey, I don't go to jail. But you know who I am? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he meets with uh, Nuki Haley, who wants war everywhere. And she comes out now when she's got, right after the meeting, she's got a $10 million buy for her campaign. Because she's all about war. She's all about uh, open immigration, cheap labor for these big companies, whatever the banksters want, she's right there to deliver it. It's just a shame for her that uh, 
you know, Jeffrey Epstein's not still around, but of course he's the next best thing, isn't he? Jamie Demon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hey, and you, David Knight and everybody listening, you're just a piece of crap. I don't care about your debt. I don't care about your problems. I'm too big to fail. I make dirty deals and I lost trillions of dollars. So I want my, to give you, I want your money to bail me out. I'm too big to fail. And the Federal Reserve dumped in $29 trillion mm-hmm. to the banksters mm-hmm. between 2007 and 2010, according to the Levy Institute at Bard College. And of course, they, uh, they, they make a point of saying, well, you know, they paid back all that money. They paid it back with money that they got at 0% interest. Yeah. You know, while they were charging everybody else, 30% interest on the, that's the amazing thing about you just look at the savings accounts. I remember when they got up to 5%, they said, well, this is about what it was in uh, the mid 1960s. I forget the exact date in the 1960s. And I thought, well, you know, they used to pay interest. I wonder what the savings account interest rate was when the home mortgage rate was like five and a half percent. And I looked at it and they were paying, they were, the home mortgage rate was like five and a half percent and they were paying people 4%. Yep. On, on their accounts. Now you get like one uh, tenth of a percent or something like that or less typically. Yeah. And uh, and then they're charging people 30% on these interest rates. I mean, that in and of itself. And do you hear any of the politicians say anything about this? No. They were all bored off. Yeah, I know. I said, I said, if I were to run for Congress, that'd be the central thing that I would talk about. Yep. I would talk about this. How did they get a 0% interest loan and then loan it out at 30%? And then when you, you know, the, the commercial real estate thing that you're talking about, the begin with the lockdown, it's really rolling out now. And people are looking at the mechanism. I saw this week, I, I didn't know what a mezzanine loan was. Uh, I talked about it yesterday with a guy from uh, the, the Mises uh, Institute. Uh, but, you know, they have these uh, uh, mezzanine loans because they're not the top in the debt stack, they call it. They're not the top guys. So they take a more risky position. They get more of an interest rate. But the, the government that bailed out the banks that were too big to fail said, you can't go with this risky loan. Uh, so it's going to be the small, medium-sized banks. And now they've taken out these risky uh, loans that really aren't secured. And it's really going to wipe out the small and the medium-sized banks because of this commercial real estate lockdown and the, the crash that's happening. It, it Again, truly is amazing. We forecast this in the Trends Journal yeah. three years ago. That's right. That's right. We've been talking about and it. No one was talking about it. Yeah. No one was talking about it. That's right. There's an article... It came out in the uh, the New York Post, a piece of crap. What a, what a what a propaganda paper. But anyway, foot traffic in New York City down thirty three percent. They're flooding up to where I am, by the way, up here in Kingston. They're mm-hmm. leaving the city and flooding up to to the suburbs and exurbs. Going back again to what Bin Laden said about usury laws and what we were just talking about. He's, 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 I'm saying I, I agree with some of the stuff he's saying. He said, you are a nation that permits usury, which has been forbidden by all religions, yet you build your economy and investments on usury. And he goes on to say here, your law is the law of the rich and wealthy people who have been hold sway in their political parties and fund their elections and campaigns with their gifts. Just what you were saying about Nikki Haley getting all this dough. And that guy DeSantis getting 20 million bucks. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying, I'm saying, and then he goes, behind them stand the Jews who control your policy, media, and the economy. And again, don't call me an anti-Samite. Number one, the people running Israel aren't Samites. They're Ashkenazi Jews from Eastern Europe. The Palestinians are Semites. They're from the Mesopotamia region. Number two, three of my last four girlfriends were Jewish. Number three or four, whatever, my best friends are Jews. And my best friends are totally against what's going on. Totally against it. Yeah. What Israel is doing. Yeah, it's not totally a it's not a monolithic thing. You have Jews in uh, in the U.S. as well as especially in Israel um, uh, opposing what the government is doing. But we're told that you cannot criticize the Israeli government. You cannot criticize uh, Netanyahu. You cannot criticize the ADL. 
nope. you know, all of those are protected institutions. And, um, and, and as I said yesterday, I was talking about, you know, uh, I talked about even before Elon Musk uh, uh, talked about, um, you know, what, how the ADL had set up, uh, uh, created their own monsters and everything. I talked about the day before. And, and uh, you know, but they don't, they don't understand this. They don't want to, the ADL is really their Ku Klux Klan. And they don't yep. want to cut that off. Uh, they identify, they defend it, you know, the majority of people. And even uh, people in the conservative media, you know, people like uh, Shapiro oh. and so forth. They're defending what an arrogant, that. Yeah. What an arrogant piece of crap he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ben Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> what an arrogant boy. Oh, yeah. See that? Jews say ceasefire now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that uh, New York? Jewish voice uh, of peace. New York, New York Times, they took out a full yeah, page ad. Jewish Voice of Peace, they mm -hmm. took out a full page ad. Mm -hmm. They had a rally in, in Washington a couple of weeks ago. About it, the numbers I saw were up to almost a half a million. Barely made any press coverage. Mm -hmm. The one mm -hmm. they had, the pro-Israel one, where the people are chanting, no ceasefire, no ceasefire, that was front page news, all news everywhere. They are approached right up here in Kingston last Thursday. Some 2,000 people took to the streets in front of this guy, Pat Ryan, who got $23,000, they said, from the Jewish uh, ADL, whatever. Is and, he, uh, is he a, an elected official, Pat yeah. Ryan, congressman or something? Congressman. Mm -hmm. And there were about 2,000 people right here. You've been up here, that little oh, street yeah. up here. Yeah. Wow. And, and again, Jewish, but they call it pro-Palestinian rallies. Mm -hmm. They're not pro-Palestinian rallies. They're anti-war rallies. Mm -hmm. They're ceasefire mm -hmm. rallies. Mm -hmm. They're about peace. You're not allowed to speak about peace. You're, you're banned from all the media. And again, you know I launch Occupy Peace, so I just don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. I try to make things happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is from the Financial Times. You ready? Yesterday. Settlers seize on Hamas attack to take more West Bank land. Shaim Silverstein, a Jewish settler, can see only one reason to the Hamas attack in October. Or one response, excuse me. Expanding the settlements and tightening further Israeli grip on occupied West Bank. Quote, let us leverage this to strengthen ourselves grow our communities and deepen our roots in our homeland. It ain't your homeland. It was a Palestinian homeland. And I don't want to hear that your Torah is the thing that I got to believe in. It's not the beginning of civilization. Well, so you know, don't tell me. I Oh, the guy Isaac Herzog, that's the president of Israel. You ready? God gave us this land. Mm -hmm. Who are you talking? What do you think? I'm still in kindergarten. Well, you know what's interesting, Gerald, is um, you know when you when you look at Netanyahu, he's a secularist, and he's out yeah. there reading uh, uh, you know Bible passages as a dog whistle to the Christian Zionists who are here, and to some people in his uh, his uh, but he doesn't believe any of that. He doesn't live by any of that. And and no. Ben Shapiro. Uh, he is interviewed by Joe Rogan, and he's like, yeah, I don't believe any of the Bible. I don't believe that the Red Sea was partied, any of that stuff. And it's like, you, oh, you only believe the parts that you like, you know, that um, are going to work out for you. That's the whole thing that, that bothers me. You know, I, I look at it, and I, I look at somebody like Mike Johnson. I think he's got his theology wrong. I think that he is oh. uh, ignoring the clear instructions because he wants to help to make this happen. But uh, these other people are cynically using the Bible that they don't believe at all and no. uh, using it to, uh, you know, for their own purposes. And, um, and then, you know, Christians excusing violence because of uh, their interpretation of, of what is happening with this. But I, I just, let me interject here. Uh, Geesebusters, thank you very much for the tip. I appreciate that. He says, uh, Gerald, I just renewed my subscription to Trends Journal. I recommend this magazine to everyone. Only place for real news before it happens. Absolutely. And oh, uh, again, 10% off if you use the code night. So thank you very much, Geesebusters. Thank you for the support. Thank you for telling thank people you. what, because uh, uh, Gerald really does have an excellent publication. It's, again, a couple of hundred pages, 
or more every week. And it's all indexed in an online magazine format. And, uh, it's the news that you don't get other places. It really is. And, uh, so it's again, this, this whole thing about commercial real estate, let's talk a little bit about money uh, and what is happening because we had, um, the, um, you know, last week <laughs> I loved the headline of one of the zero hedge things. I said, you know, uh, they, they came down a little bit from the consumer price index, like 0.1%. And then look at the stock market goes crazy. And, uh, maybe you want to get some insurance on that, you know, take out a little bit of a hedge against that, because maybe that's a fool's gold rally that's happening there. But I think they really saw that as a signal of kind of what they were expecting, what, what you've been talking about for the longest time, saying that you think that uh, they're going to force interest rates down. They will rig the statistics to justify it any way that they want to, just like they always do. They rig statistics for inflation. They rig statistics for unemployment. They rig statistics for the pandemic. They just lie up one side and down the other. So they're going to come up with a justification saying, well, you know, we, we really have uh, inflation under control. So let's freeze interest rates or actually start lowering them before the election. That's what you've been predicting for a long time. Does, is this the beginning of that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, yeah, yeah, this is just some of the articles. Um, it's from um... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Beijing. Uh, China's National Bureau of Statistics said domestic demand was still not sufficient and that manufacturers face low market demand. Okay. Manufacturers face low market demand. Chinese exports last month were down 6.8%. They've been down every month like that since May. Was that month over month or month over or year to year? Was that the 6.8? Month over uh, year. Well, 6.8% compared to, to, uh, uh, to October of last year. Mm-hmm. They've been going down every month compared to the last year. So there, it's not only there, your, your manufacturing index in the United States, in Europe, in China, way down. They're in negative territory. <clears throat> you don't go by consumer sales. You got to go by manufacturing. They're manufacturing less. Because the Great Depression is coming. Here, <clears throat> again, by the numbers. Europe's problems <clears throat> are far bigger than a shallow recession. This is from Reuters on November 14th. And they go on. The bad news is that growth is hovering around zero with little out there to fuel a meaningful recovery. That on Tuesday showed gross domestic product shrank 0.1% in July to September from the previous three months, pointing to a shallow recession. They're in recession. And again, the numbers are rigged. They're much worse than that. Mm -hmm. And then you keep going on. And Germany appears to be the biggest drag it's energy extensive, heavy industrial industries rely on external demand for growth, leaving it poorly prepared for the new realities, blah, 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 blah. And potential growth rate for yours, Europe's largest economy is now below 1%. Japan's economy shrank at the fastest annualized quarterly pace in two years. The Japanese yen, is at its lowest level against the dollar. You ready? In 30 years. Wow. wow. None of this is being put together. And then, yeah, this is another one. Retail sales declined for the first time since March, as we just saw. 
Consumers cut their spending at stores, dealerships, gas stations last month, tapping the brakes on economic growth. This is the Wall Street Journal. Ahead of a holiday shopping season, U.S. retail sales fell 0.1%. They fell more than 0.1%. Because when you put an inflation into it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's a lot lower. Mm -hmm. And the inflation numbers are a lot worse than what they're saying. Go to John Williams' shadow stats, they really double what they're saying. So the retail sales are down. And it goes on just with other articles. I'm noting this because this is so important. And we've been writing about this week after week in the Trends Journal about luxury sales and retail sector. They're all going down. Burberry's shares sink 9% as luxury spending slowed down bites. The world's largest group, another one, LVMH, also reported a quarterly slowdown last month, which we reported about. If you see luxury going down, you know it's going down everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they stop buying at the top, the bottom is going to fall out. Yeah. This isn't rocket science, but no one is saying what I just said in the mainstream media. I mean, there are the Peter Schiffs that know about this, or, and 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 others, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Rich Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, you know, uh, Nomi Prince, you know, they know this, but the mainstream media doesn't talk about. It. Because they're all, again, funded by those who want to keep the phoniness going because they buy advertising and they need to sell more crap. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when you put this together and you see where this is going, 80% of American households are in worse financial position now than they were before the COVID pandemic hit. This is a Reuters story. Not No, not the COVID pandemic. It was not a pandemic. Yeah, that's right. It, the World Health Organization called it a pandemic on March 11th, 2020, when the grand total of 4,219 people died out of 88 billion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a pandemic. It was and, a COVID and, war. And the deaths in, in 2021, when the vaccine started getting pushed on everybody by Biden. Biden uh, just dwarf anything in 2020. And of course they did get the death rates up because they were pushing out a, a death protocol that was out there. But yeah, you're right. No pandemic that was there. Oh, you know, everybody calls it a pandemic. Yeah, I know. I know the pandemic did it. It wasn't Trump. It wasn't Biden. It was the pandemic did it, you know, pandemic. <laughs> and not yeah. all the politicians, the, all the, they didn't do it. And again, when I'm mentioning this is because when you talk about the Torah, you talk about the Bible, you talk about this or that, everything's rewritten. Does it, it's not things history isn't written the way it happens. People start making it up and putting their own language into it. In the future, they're going to write about the pandemic that hit in two, in 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Gonna, it, it's, yeah, they'll flush like, us down the memory hole and they'll have their own uh, version of history. But you know, you look at it and and you know, look at what happened in Shanghai earlier this week, uh, Gerald. I had I came across a video. It was about 15 minutes long. And I took some excerpts from it and showed it on the program. And it was um, somebody walking around Guangzhou. Guangzhou is, you know, a, a huge city, a political city. It's where the U.S. Embassy is. It's where we had to go through to, to adopt our daughter and everything. Uh, Guangzhou, modern, uh, wealthy city. And Shanghai, you know, very, very wealthy. They were locked down ruthlessly to teach them a lesson. It didn't have anything to do with a pandemic. Nothing was going on with that. And now these people are walking around and saying, the, everywhere you look, it's for lease. The businesses have closed. It's a ghost town. The thing that was amazing to us when we were there, uh, we didn't go to Shanghai. We went to Guangzhou and, and other places, and you could barely move. I mean, it was amazing how many people they had packed in Walmart, how many people they had packed on the roads. The roads were empty. The streets were were closed. They went into malls, one mall after the other. Everything, everywhere, empty, empty. They got like a 90% vacancy rate there instead of a 40% vacancy rate, uh, I think, in, in uh, or 40% uh, occupancy rate. They got a 10% occupancy rate. And um, so, I mean, it is absolutely amazing. And it was all done to them. 
But of course, they'll say it was the pandemic that did it. It yep. was she who was, uh, you know, exercising his authority in the same way that Mao did the the Great Leap Forward or uh, the Cultural Revolution to establish his authority, or the same way that Stalin did the Holodomor. It is all about them exercising their authority and um, and you know, killing, impoverishing, enslaving people just to show them who's boss, and that's what it was all about: showing Shanghai who was boss. And so everybody, once that got lifted. As you point out, people leaving uh, New York and going to uh, uh, upstate New York and getting out uh, away from the city, same thing happening in China, but with an even bigger vengeance because the lockdown was even worse there. Well, you know, you talked about the, the, the dictatorial, uh, you talk about China being dictatorial. Again, same thing in America. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you don't believe the crap that I'm spewing out of my mouth, I'm a government official. You believe in misinformation. Yeah, that's right. You're blacklisted. Yeah. That's you got to believe the crap coming out of the government's mouth that you're blacklisted, just like now they're censoring everybody in the colleges, the universities, everywhere. They call you an anti-Semite for coming out against the genocide and look up what the definition of genocide is, and it's perfectly What's going on, what Israel is doing to the Palestinians. Yeah. Yeah. Eliminating, first. eliminating a nationality. That's right. That's what the, the Turks did to the Armenians. That's where they first yep. used the term genocide, get them all off the land. And that's what is, uh, what is happening here. But of course, that's just the issue of the day. And, and, and Nikki Haley says, um, you know, we got to all give her, she wants to know everybody's name, everybody's name. It's like, who gives yeah. you that authority? And, and what is that for? That's to, oh, we're going to make everybody so nice. And I, I said, when I looked at it, it's like, oh, we know, look, at, look at Trump on social media. Everybody knows who he is. Isn't he nice now because everybody knows who he is? <laughs> it's not going to make people polite. It's simply a a, a, a structure of, of a tyranny. It's a way to uh, get to push a global ID on us because, um, you know, they, they want that. They want to channel everybody into a virtual world. They want to have an ID to get into that virtual world and participate in it. That's what it's all about. It's just amazing to me how they're propping her up, not with just with cash, but with phony push poles that they're propping her up with. Who? wants to vote for that woman she she's the product of the military industrial complex and big business and big pharma and big war uh you know all of these polls that you're seeing right now you know they've announced the super bowl winners gerald before the first preseason game has even been played again as i said you said what she did to china and his dictatorial powers how about that little daddy's boy with a pair of cojones smaller than a mothball a little nothing of a clown, George W. Bush, who gave us the war on terror, that mm -hmm. robbed us of so many of our rights, gave us homeland security, gave us the NSA to keep spying on us all the time. What What's the difference? Tell me the difference. Yeah. Tell me the difference. Well, that's when, you know, under, under Bush, they started. Yeah, he, he started the, you know, the first dark winter. He started practicing that stuff, you know, in 2001 even before 9-11, and then he puts together the PREP Act in 2005 to give legal immunity to, uh, you know, Pfizer, Moderna, and all the rest of them. It, you know, he was, uh, all this stuff that happened to us in 2020 is just the other shoe to drop from his 9-11, it really was. Yeah. yeah. Again, and what also happened is that, it, as I keep saying, when all else fails, they take you to war. Mm -hmm. That's right. People don't remember that there was the dot-com bust, by the way which we had forecast in the Trends Journal, it's here somewhere, back in October of 1999. We said it would bust by the tw second quarter of 2000. It crashed in March of 2000. People forget that Bush's ratings were going into the toilet. Then all of a sudden, 9-11 happened. We're going to get that guy Osama bin Laden, dead or alive. 88% mm -hmm. of the people believed it. Now mm -hmm. let's go back to the Israel war. Ask anybody anywhere, hey, do you know about the 39 weeks of protests that were going on in Israel before this happened? Mm -hmm. Do you know about mm -hmm. the Judicial Reform Act? Duh. <laughs> hey, but did you hear about Taylor Swift? <laughs> they know all about Taylor Swift. <laughs> there were hundreds of thousands of people protesting in Israel for 39 weeks in a row following the Netanyahu's government's Judicial Reform Act, 
which basically said the courts don't count anymore. The politicians do. And I'm putting this act in place because I'm being brought up on corruption charges and I don't want to go to court. Mm -hmm. I'm not calling it a civil war. Haha, that's the Israeli newspaper, the Times of Israel, the Jerusalem Post. Government officials called it a civil war was going on in Israel before this happened. Yeah. Before Hamas attacked, which I'm mm -hmm. totally opposed to what they did, of course. But I also, reading the facts, the United States warned Israel this was going to happen. Egypt warned it was going to happen. And the Israeli intelligence warned that Yon was going to happen. And he ignored it. Mm -hmm. He wanted it to happen. Mm -hmm. Because everybody forgot about the judicial reform. And now we're united to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Again, when all else fails, they take you to war. That's right. Yeah, you're talking about everybody knowing about Taylor Swift. Well, it, everywhere. I, I don't go to entertainment websites, but I can't oh. avoid... Taylor Swift, and they're using her. This, this, um, you know, they've got 150 percent inflation in Argentina. They got this libertarian guy who uh, he's he's pretty brusque. I mean, he doesn't take any prisoners when he goes on interviews, and you know, he's pretty rough uh, with his opposition. Uh, but they're using the Swifties <laughs> uh, to uh, that's their big hope is that they can block him. Uh, by using uh, Taylor Swift, she's going there for a concert, and they got this big fan club of hers, even in Argentina, and they think it's big enough that they can actually block him you know, this weekend. They've got the uh, final election, and uh, you know perhaps they'll do that. Uh, it is it's kind of interesting uh, to to see how this whole thing is playing out. The old people are Peronistas. You know they love uh, Vita Peron, right? The younger people love Taylor Swift. So maybe we can. Uh, get the, the younger people who are looking at this and saying, I don't have any future in a country that's got 150% inflation. Well, let's tell them that um, Taylor Swift is against uh, Freedom Advances. That's the name of his party. So that's that's what they're saying. Swifties against Freedom Advances. <laughs> kind of self-owned themselves right there. Can you believe this? Yeah. <laughs> it's just Taylor crazy. Swift. You know, when I was a number two guy running a trade association, after the shows, after the trade show then we put on an event for the people that were in the trade show and i was in charge of one where i put in uh ella fitzgerald in in uh live or memorex huh? yeah uh, <laughs> at the uh atlantic convention center mm -hmm. can you compare ella fitzgerald swift to an ella fitzgerald to a <laughs> billy holiday to a peggy lee all these greats of the past, these are nothings. They're nothings. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, we went backstage and, uh, you know, I introduced myself to her. And I was married at the time. My, my former wife passed on, uh, Marianne. She said, uh, Ella Fitzgerald said to my wife, you remind me, you look like my goddaughter, Carmen. <laughs> so anyway, I also put on one. I took over the Superdome and put on one with Dion Warwick back in 1977. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. So well, when I she see was an the amazing clowns, talent. Yeah. You know, yeah. The what clowns amazing. that are out there now. And, you know, again, <clears throat> I, I really suggest that everybody you could get. I, I believe one that that piece written by bin Laden is I'm telling you, it's very important because here's the ending of it, David. I want to read this to you again. Again, think for yourself is the motto of the Trends Journal. And what we do, we report on what they're saying, what was being reported. Then we give our trend analysis and our trend forecast. So, you know, we're not skewing what's being reported. We're saying here's the positives, the negatives. This is what you have to look at. And this is where we see it going. This is how he ends it right at the end. Look, if American ref Americans refuse to listen to our advice, and the goodness, guidance, and righteousness that we call to them. You ready? Then be aware that will you will lose this crusade Bush began. Just like the other previous crusades in which you were humiliated. Our message to the Americans as an answer to theirs do they know why we fight them and over which form of ignorance 
we shall be victorious. But anyway, just like the other previous crusades, and what did I show you before? Again, this is written in 2002, and this is your Trends Journal. Yeah. In 2006, yeah. Crusades yeah. 2000. Yeah. We warned this is another Crusades. It's in front of everybody's eyes to see. I'm, not my language. The language coming out of that little clown boy, Graham, Lindsey Graham. I can't, it's a religious war. They're all calling it a religious war. What the hell am I involved as an American in a religious war for? Yeah. yeah. Why am I involved in your religious war? Well, why are we involved in every war? You know, in I, every war, of yeah. course. I mean, in Ukraine, I mean, that's not, you know, that that was... Yeah. You know, oh, Ukraine was even... over. What's, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's out of the news. No, it's out of the news. Yeah, it's out of the news, but I don't think it's out of their minds. No, They're just kind of putting it on the back burner. They're going to keep... They're still sending all that money to them. It's absolutely yep. amazing. And I don't think it's going to... The amazing thing, I don't know if you saw this. I talked about it earlier on the show. Chris Christie oh, criticizing, <laughs> criticizing his competition. And he says... Uh, no, you know, this this war, I, I'll tell you what winning means in Ukraine, he said. It means that Ukraine gets all of its territory back and then some. So it's like, and then some? Uh, you're going to go in and he says, and it'll be up to, you know, we'll talk with the Ukrainians and see if it's, uh, we'll decide between us if we want to go in and take some territory from Russia. It's like, what an arrogant blimp this guy is. He does, and, and again, it's the same type of stuff you'd always see him say, well, you know, if we're going to put troops in Syria, we'll We'll talk to our allies in NATO and make a decision. We'll let you and Congress know. This is the same type of arrogance uh, that he exudes here. And and again, he you know he he's just he's giving dog whistles to the military industrial complex, hoping that he can get the kind of money that Nikki Haley is getting. But these people are dangerous. They are did every one of them. Yeah. Every one. And you were mentioning about Rand Paul before I came on the air. Yeah. Yeah. No, he voted. He voted to send more money to Israel too. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Again, yeah. he's so different than his father, Ron Paul, who I, I greatly admire. Yes, yes. He, that, that's the last person I voted for. Yeah, yeah. I haven't voted for president since 2012. I'm not going to vote for these clowns. Yeah, yeah. It's a freak show in front of our eyes. This is the fall of the Roman Empire. It really is. It really is. Yeah, it's, um, you know, we're talking about Taylor Swift and how the, uh, the culture has fallen. Uh, I played oh. a clip earlier this week. Guy did this great job of um, taking a Taylor Swift song and having AI do it with Johnny Cash's voice <laughs> and Johnny Cash's style. <laughs> and, and then I had never heard this song that she was so famous for. It's called Blank Space, evidently referring to the uh, area between her eyes. And and so it was. Uh, uh, Karen and I listened to uh, the original, and it's like it's all auto tuned and the rest of the stuff. Yeah. And it's like, how does she wind up being such a international superstar she can't obviously can't sing she's afraid to to do it without auto-tuning i guess i don't know i'm just saying it's, it's, it's an example of the entire society idiocracy yeah yeah it really idiocracy it really is yep so how do you see this rolling out because you know the u.s is going to be trying to economically the u.s is going to be trying to you know as they're ramping up the wars they're going to try to be uh, taking down the interest rates to uh, benefit biden for uh, this first of all, do you think Biden is going to make it to the uh, yeah. election, or is he going to step aside and uh, give it to, to nuisance? He's going to give it to Governor yep. Nuisance. <laughs> yep, gruesome nuisance. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and the, again, we said that they would lower interest rates in the run-up to the presidential reality show. They do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Look who's our Fed head. I mean, our Treasury Secretary, the former Fed head, Janet Yellen. Mm -hmm. How stupid can you be? The former Fed head is now our Treasury Secretary. Can't you see who's running the, the, the government? Mm -hmm. Banks this right in front of your eyes. Yeah. The people are too blind to see. So they're going to want to keep, they want to keep the power in place in place. So they're going to do, they're going to lower interest rates in 2024. They're going to keep them. They're not going to do anything uh, um, this month and next month. They're going to, they'll keep them where they are. Mm-hmm. And then they'll start then lowering, lowering it. Lowering What's that going to do to uh, Europe? Uh, you know, because we're striving them, starving them for energy. Uh, when we start lowering the interest rates to uh, get a Democrat reelected, what's that going to do to Europe's uh, economy? 
Well, Europe's economy is going down. They're going to lower interest rates too. But here's the important thing as we see it. Gold prices are going to go up very high. And this is going to be the beginning of the death of the dollar. Mm-hmm. The only reason the dollar is strong is because interest rates are high. Once mm-hmm. interest rates go down, it's the abandonment of the dollar. Most of the world is totally disgusted with America. You got the European nations that still suck up to us, but the rest of the world's had it. Mm-hmm. The bricks keep getting bigger and bigger. Look what they were going to do with all these sanctions that were going to destroy Russia. The sanctions that they put on Russia was going to bring their, you buy the oil at $60 a barrel, didn't work at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the as interest rates go down, gold prices are going to go up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And of course, it's also going to be helped, I think, by the concern that people have about this uh, uh, European ID that's rolling out. You know, this guy, yep. uh, Theory Breton, you know, says, oh, now we got the digital wallet. And I, you know, the same people that gave us all of the uh, the passports uh, for the pandemic and all the rest of the stuff now want everybody to have a digital wallet. And uh, they said, now we got to have something that goes in it, meaning uh, the CBDC, you know, this this guy. uh Theory, I said, if you want to know who the conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, it's a person. It's this guy, Theory Breton. He's the, he's the conspiracy theory that everybody's been talking about, conspiring to get everybody a global ID, rolling it out from uh, Europe, and then they'll do it uh, around the world. And so I think I, I keep talking, looking at gold and I keep saying, well, to me, yeah, certainly you can look at the fundamentals and you can look at inflation coming and the monetary crisis and other stuff. But it's really the CBDC thing that really uh, concerns me. You talked about Argentina with its 150% inflation rate. Mm-hmm. People in Argentina, a lot of them are buying cryptocurrencies, particularly Bitcoin, mm-hmm. because their currencies are going down so strongly. Mm-hmm. So we also see Bitcoin, and we've been forecasting the numbers in the Trends Journal, right on the numbers. We, we, we hit it right on the head, and we see Bitcoin going at least to 42,000 in the, in the short term mm-hmm. as, as this continues, because the people, are, they're, they're, they're getting more and more younger people that Bitcoin is their gold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, they just had a massive power outage in, um, uh, in Australia. Uh, took down uh, people, you know, they, they've uh, largely gone uh, cashless there. People couldn't process any payments or anything because it took down the, um, uh, the telecommun- telecom uh, thing. Uh, if you look at this uh, as uh, things start to escalate in terms of war and everything, that's the thing that concerns me. Uh, about crypto i know that people who know really what they're doing they can do it with a wallet but still this idea that you got something that's tied to the internet um that's the thing that really scares me about that the crypto stuff i agree with you and and again we're also saying that they're all going to go again we've been writing about this for since 2014 we've been writing about digital currencies Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 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 in three years ago, one of our covers was from dirty cash to digital trash. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen when they all go digital? That's going to kill. They're going to do everything they can to stop the competition. Yes, and that's going to go after. That's going to go yes. after Bitcoin. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. And of course, you also got J.P. Morgan, the rest of them trying to you know do these EP, ETFs and derivatives and stuff like that off the cryptocurrencies to to try to hone in on it and, and redirect it as well. Um, I got a couple of uh, comments and tips here. Fon C, thank you very much for the tips. You said Gerald is great. He's like a taste of home for me as I am Italian as well. <laughs> so that's from Fawn. And uh, Dougalug, thank you very much for the support. And folks, uh, remember that if you want to get the excellent Trends Journal, uh, trendsjournal.com, just use the code NIGHT and uh, Gerald will give you a 10% off. And uh, so we thank you for that, uh, Gerald, and appreciate uh, uh, all the years that you've stood by us here and uh, the help that you've been as we started the program, uh, being able to go up to uh, – uh, to New York and to uh, speak at your Occupy Peace Rally. I uh, really do appreciate that. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank uh, you, and thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you. And that's it for today's program, folks. Have a good weekend, and uh, thank you for joining us. And we'll be back next week, hopefully, and uh, God willing. And uh, we'll see what is uh, coming at us next week. Which direction are they going to attack us from? <laughs> uh, so thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Gerald. Common man.
They created Common Core to dumb down our children. They created Common Pass to track and control us. Their Commons Project to make sure the commoners own nothing. And the communist future. They see the common man as simple, unsophisticated, ordinary. But each of us has worth and dignity created in the image of God. That is what we have in common. That is what they want to take away. Their most powerful weapons are isolation, deception, intimidation. They desire to know everything about us while they hide everything from us. It's time to turn that around and expose what they want to hide. Please share the information and links you'll find at thedavidnightshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you can't support us financially, please keep us in your prayers. TheDavidKnightShow.com If you like the Eagles, on a dark desert highway, the cars, and Huey Lewis in the news, they say the hotter rock and roll is You'll love the Classic Hits channel at APS Radio. Download our app or listen now at APSradio.com.